Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm still getting that little echo in my ear, guys. We kind of try and settle that thing up. Um, I, 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 I saw this over the weekend. And I thought it was really interesting. And it's it's one of those where we can um where we can completely and totally stop, take a breath, think about things, and go, huh, maybe he's making an interesting point. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. The signals are going. Don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train, stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. I want you to listen to what Kevin Red says to Rachel Nichols. And then I wanted, I'm going to discuss it with you and, and tell you what I hear. This is KD. I wasn't expecting to be a happy human being from a title. I was just expecting, like, you know, the ending of a movie. Once you work so hard and everybody tells you, like, yo, this is what you need to be working for is this gold ball and these rings. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me lock in on that. 
And I locked in on wanting to achieve that, but I also realized it's a lot of stuff that factors in it that's out of my control. And once I won the championship, I realized that, like, yo, my view on this game is really about development. Like, how good can I be? It's not about let's go get this championship. And I appreciate that stuff, and I want to win and experience that stuff, but it's not the end-all, be-all why I play the game. Hmm. Um like I, I think guys are looking at at as a different dip deeper meeting. I just I, look here here's my take on Kevin Durant. I think people told him, I don't think, I know people told him, hey, in order to be considered one of the all-time greats, you need to win a championship. Perhaps you need to win two. And if you do that, everybody will respect your standing as one of the all-time greats. And like his point was a a really good one. Like once you win one, you're like, there's a lot of things that go into win a championship. I mean, Toronto won a championship. Kawhi is a champion with the Spurs, but also won with the Raptors. But dude, they weren't winning unless Golden State collapsed and got hurt. Does like, like does that make Kyle Lowry an all time great? Like no, Fred VanVleet an all time great. Oh, good players, but like let's not kid ourselves. They don't win that championship except for the fact that LeBron left the East and the West end up providing the Warriors and that year with the Warriors, everybody got hurt, right? That's, that's, that's really literally what happened. Um, I think he, I, I don't, again, I know he was told if you win, everybody will respect you. And you'll be seen as the best player in the game. He won. He outplayed LeBron and people were like, yeah, but you had to join a team. So now he's taking the, the hell with it. I'm just going to be my, what are the, what's the, what do the psychologists tell you? The best version of yourself. Yeah. I'm just going to be the best version of myself and being the best version of myself. I'm going to sit here and go, yo, here's what I am. I'm just a great player. I'm an artist. You're going to appreciate me. Whoever just appreciates my art appreciates, you know, it's like, um, I have, a, I have a dear friend. His name's Desmond Mason. Do you guys remember the name Desmond Mason? Of course you do. Played in the NBA for a decade um, with the Bucks, with the Supersonics, with the Oklahoma City Thunder. You guys remember that? Okay, won a slam dunk contest in 2001. So he's my college teammate. He's a very, very talented abstract artist. Now, if I look at Desmond's paintings and it's named like War of the North, like it could be anything. Like, okay, I, just, I see lots of colors. It's very pretty, but... Mace, how much is that? How much was that commission for? Like fifty thousand dollars for that? Yeah, let me tell you, my I was like, I don't really care how you did it. Like, I I love you. I would not pay fifty thousand dollars for that. I'm beauty in the eyes of the beholder. So artists, artists take on like it. Like, look, it ain't for everybody. I'm not appreciated by everybody. Don't care. I just want to be the best artist I can, so that artists appreciate the art. That's where KD is. I think KD wants to put himself so far beyond the fans because he understands that fans, I don't think he respects their knowledge of the game. I think, you know, and I I would guess that's what he's saying. But I also think that this is a, he won championships and he does not feel fulfilled by them. You know, he's like, look, I won the championships. I did those things. You said if I, you know, I've done everything you you said I had to do. You got to win championships. I won championships. Now what? You got to win MVPs. What MVP? You got to win scoring titles. I got to win scoring titles. You got to make a franchise better. Everybody around you better. I did that. Like Oklahoma City got got to a finals, got to a Western Conference. I was like, that wasn't a great roster. Don't kid yourself. When they went to the Western Conference finals, we're up three games to one. So... I, I, I don't know. I don't have any idea. Um, exactly what he wants from basketball. But I think that Kevin Durant, at some point, you do throw your hands up and go like, that didn't fulfill me. Let me try something else. That didn't fulfill me. Let me try something else. And it's probably where the, the friendship and partnership came with, with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's won a championship. And remember, after he won the championship, when he's with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the story of the breakdown, their relationship with him and LeBron James is they won the championship. They came from behind to beat the Warriors. They got home. And then Kyrie found out that LeBron said, hey, that's great. Let's go get Chris Paul instead of Kyrie Irving. Right? So he's like, man, that's, that's not good enough for you. And so you want like this, this meaning that's greater than 
a champion greater than whatever fans adulation you, you become like an artist and you want your art appreciated by other artists and you don't really care about the fans because you have all the money, you have everything else. What you really want is how great you are to be appreciated by the people that understand what greatness is about. I think that's what those guys are. And I just, I, I get it. I understand it. I respect it on some level, but it's not why we play sports. Like we don't play sports for the artistic pleasure of man. Kevin Durant is the best one-on-one -on -one score the game has ever had. I've, I've told you, I, I think he's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 2.0. He has an, he has an unstoppable um, move, right? Like his hezzy pull-up is basically on site. He's seven feet tall. He shoots the ball so high. It, it, it's, you got to do your work before he gets the ball. Cause once he gets it up, if he has, it's, it's more about him than it is about you. If he makes it, makes it miss, miss, nothing you can do. He's also a little bit uncomfortable in his own skin. He's very bright, but sometimes thinks he's smarter than everybody in the room. I'm like this is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and like a revered college player. And I know Durant didn't have the success in college that Kareem had, but he was revered. Like we had Danny Manning on this show and he said that he believes Kevin Durant's the baddest dude to ever play in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I remember Will Chamberlain and Danny Manning played there. So I uh, revered college player, a little uncomfortable in his own skin, smart, but sometimes thinks he's smarter than everybody else. Unstoppable weapon and a scoring machine. And one who may be appreciated more when he's done playing than when he actually is playing. Like all of those things are Kareem and Kevin Durant, like the, the go hand in hand. And as great as Kareem was six time MVP, six time finals, MVP, six time champion, it's great. Nobody ever mentions Kareem as the greatest player of all time ever. Like literally it's like, well, if you want to go older, big guy, you got to go Bill Russell or dominant. You got to go Will Chamberlain or modern day. You go Tim Duncan. Right. And people just skip over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They go Magic Johnson. Magic never won a championship without Kareem. Doesn't mean Magic wasn't great, but we skip over Kareem. That's what I feel like we're going to do with Kevin Durant. And that's what Kevin Durant feels like it's coming. And that's where I think some of this stuff comes from. Do I think it's a bit of nonsense? Of course I do, right? Like every game you're ever in, you want to win. You play to win. At least that's, and you should feel bad when you lose. And you should feel extra bad when you lose a playoff series when you have the type of talent that he'll have around him. Uh, but, but Kevin Durant saying like, that's not what he plays for. Like, I just, he's a different cat, man. He and Kyrie are, Kyrie, and before awful thing that happened in Minnesota over the weekend, before that Kyrie was taking tonight off, you know, for personal reasons, like, again, these guys are different guys. And uh, what happens is it's going to speak for the whole league. I think they got a chance to be really successful in the playoffs, maybe win the whole thing, but we have no idea if Kyrie's going to show up for every game in the playoffs. We just don't. This is KD talking about his new team. I love what we're building. I think the culture and the spirit around the game is something that we try to cultivate from day one, and everybody brings their their part to it, you know. And everybody's valuable, you know. We're just trying to create something pretty cool for people to watch and for us and for players to come play in. I think it's I think it's the fun. I think it's fun to play, fun to watch. How it plays out in the playoffs is the most interesting, right? Like when you when you say to people that the end all be all goal isn't always to win. Like that speaks to guys that aren't invested in the little things that don't, that aren't artistic. Like defense isn't part of the art of basketball. It should be taking a charge, boxing out. Like these are things that I, you geek out about. Like, are you willing to do those little things it takes to win? That frankly is what the Lakers won last year. The Lakers, it wasn't, it wasn't art. It wasn't. It wasn't particularly pretty at times. But it worked. And they got rings for it. And their rings are the exact same rings, just with a different team name as the one that the Warriors had. So I'm, I'll be interested to see how it plays out. But uh, that, that's a Kyrie KD thing that clearly they've gotten together and he's, a, he's drinking the Kool-Aid of, which is basketball is about me just pushing to get make, be better at my craft than anybody else. Yeah, I always thought it was about, can my team beat your team?
Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, um, Sam Donald made uh, an appearance today in Carolina in front of the media. This was his meeting early, uh, with that media earlier today. When I heard the news that they wanted to trade me, it was tough. You know, anytime you're not wanted somewhere, that's always, you know, a tough pill to swallow. But then it was the opposite feeling. You know, you go from being unwanted and then all of a sudden the people in Carolina, you know, wanted me and obviously traded for me. And you go from being unwanted to wanted. And, you know, I think that was just, you know, when the trade went down, 
you know, obviously, like I said, things didn't work out the way that I wanted in New York, but I was just so excited for a, you know, a fresh start and new opportunity. So it was bittersweet, but meeting the people around here and, and getting to know everyone and, you know, what the agenda is around here, it's, I'm just very thrilled and excited to, to get going. Do you feel like you were given a, a fair shake in New York? You know, obviously there's more losses than wins, but I've been proven to, you know, win football games here. And all things considered in New York, I think, you know, just timing wise, things didn't really work out towards the end. But, you know, like I keep saying, I'm just excited to be here. I mean, what, what do you I, I don't I, I like uh, first of all, I have a personal affinity for Sam Donald as a player, as a person. And I, I think that's about as honest as as you can get. Right. Like, God, it sucks. Somebody saying they don't want you. You know, I've been in a place where they were like, we want you back. I've been in another place like, yeah, you come back. And you're like, you just feel unwanted. And then the next place says, hey, we really want you. We're willing to move for it. Um, Donald, remember, was traded the Jets to the Panthers in exchange for a 2021 NFL draft six-round pick plus a second and fourth round pick. So a second, a fourth, a sixth for a former top three pick and a starting quarterback in the NFL is a little bit of here, please take him off my hands, but at least you didn't get cut. At least you're starting quarterback. And Oh yeah, by the way, the Panthers basically gave you a two year prove it window by picking up your fifth year option. It's a great scenario for him. And you were the young offensive coordinator that has to prove himself in the NFL. I think it's, I just, I think it's a great scenario for him. Really, really good. And, and, and what you've gone through in New York prepares you for for Carolina. Only he's got a better player in a Christian McCaffrey than he ever had in New York. Even Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey, and is going into his fifth year in the NFL after an injury plague fourth year. Like you have a superstar running back who can catch it, who can run it as well. And you have a team that's gonna use their resources now. Because remember, Carolina still has their still has a first round pick. Can use their resources for either trading out of it or getting another weapon. There's a bunch of things they can use. I mean, imagine if you're Carolina and you go from, maybe we can get Deshaun, but we got to trade all these pieces to, all right, we have Sam Darnold. Maybe we head on to Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe we get rid of Teddy Bridgewater. Meanwhile, we have a pick. Maybe we can get Kyle Pitts. Can you imagine if he had Kyle Pitts and he has Christian McCaffrey and he got out of, Jets jail free. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific. Tell me that last story one more time. Yeah. So the Kyoto News did a poll and uh, out of the respondents to that poll, less than 25 percent feel that uh, in the country that they should still have the Olympic Games this summer. Slow vaccine rollout. There's some questions there, but the uh, the the residents uh, that took part in this poll i don't want to say 25 percent of the country because it was just those that responded to the poll obviously but uh saying that they would want it meaning about 75 percent around that number aren't interested in having the games in tokyo mm. um well nope. guess what not your choice yeah no foreign travel uh they've already closed you know closed that out so there won't be uh you know fans from other countries will not be able to attend we'll have to see if the games go on what do you think what do you think happens uh uh I, Again, it, I'm, I'm not yeah. holding. I, 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 you, I, I, we, I, I, I. Sometimes when you leave that breath, Dan, yeah, I feel like you think I'm gonna be old takes exposed <laughs> and come back and go, Dan. You said they're gonna cancel. No, them. you know what? Another breath is for is I don't want to be too long winded. So that's the gist of of the point. I, it's it's, we're getting to the point where, what we're in. Mid-April, you know, this is going to be in mid-July. I mean, if you're going to call it, you should probably call it pretty soon. So that's well, just the look, point of where I, I just I, wonder I if they're this is further a lot down of the this road. Though, a lot of this, though, is like so many things that have been called where, like, we said this last year when they called the Olympics, why it took them so long, is it's, it, there's so, there's so much there. Let, let me give you an example, okay? Um, can you crank down the music real quick? Before Shield joins us, and I know Shield did a great job with this article, uh, the athletic cover of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, okay, so this this may be too much inside baseball for people, but but this is something I don't think people know. Okay, so the broadcast rights 
for the Olympics is held by whom? NBC, right? So NBC, NBC um, used to have NBC Sports Radio. So at the time when the last rights deal was done for last year's Olympics, uh, there's a company called Westwood One. They had the rights to the Olympics, but they were working with NBC Sports because I guess they used the same sales department. I don't, I don't know exactly how it works. But they had to uh, had to send in, I think like Westwood One had to send in a check for like $15 million by, let's just say, April 15th, okay, of last year because that was like in the contract. You got to send your check by April 15th to broadcast the Olympics. And like April 15th last year, if we remember, like go back, think back, what were we doing? April 15th, everything was completely shuttered, right? That was when we were Mm -hmm. completely shut down. And they're like, look, just tell us if it's a go. If it's a go, we'll send you the, we'll wire you the money tomorrow. Like, well, so there's still a lawsuit between NBC and Westwood One. There's lawsuits by the Olympics to NBC because NBC's like, look, we lost all this money. And then there's, there's make goods because of uh, all of the different advertisers who advertised the Olympics and they had to send in their money to secure their advertising spots. And you, you, like every contract is different, written different. Like it's crazy. So I understand that we all think, and this is how I think, like, look, if you're going to have the Olympics, say it's a go now, get everybody vaccinated now and let's go. And you can travel to the Olympics if you're vaccinated. Really simple, right? Like, Makes sense to me. And if you don't feel like it's a go, then it's not a go. But there's so many contracts out there. There's the force majeure stuff. There's there's TV. There's radio. Yeah. There's the there's all the hotels. There's the Olympic Village, which I'm sure has been built and is sitting there empty and waiting. You have all the new Olympic venues, and you're like, look, we'd like to just go. Like, let's postpone it another year. Who cares? But the reality of it is, it's a it's a Titanic-like ship, and turning it around again is really, really hard. And and that's the reason, actually, why I hesitate is because the one thing they did have last year was postponing it to this year. They have said that if they don't hold it this summer, they're not holding it in the summer of 2022, that it would not be happening. So that if they don't have so, it this so summer, they it would to, be— they, they just forward to the next one? To, yeah, to they're the, just to yeah, the 2024 LA in Paris. Uh, okay. Paris is— Well, we're 28? So, yeah, 28. And and then you got the Winter Olympics in uh, uh, coming up in in February as well. So, well, you could do the basketball in the Winter Olympics where it really belongs, right? You can do that. <laughs> sure. No, I'm serious. Uh, like, do do people know that the Olympics so, so, basketball used to be played outdoors? Correct. Guess where the guess where the Winter Olympics are in 2022? Uh, United States, China. Didn't so, no. Beijing. I, I I I didn't I didn't I didn't. Yeah. No yeah. idea. <laughs> that, no, that's all right. Just. Uh, Winter Olympic Winter Olympics are in the pantheon of things that I paid attention to. Yeah, yeah, that's not close. Probably not going to happen. But uh, have, you know, All Star Weekend could, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, but why? That would be better than All Star Weekend. Oh no, I know, I know. It'd be it'd be so much better. All right, well, more on this in a, in, right. in a second. I want to want to talk about that with you, Dan Byer. Uh, Shio uh, Cavadia joins us uh, from the Athletic. A, a, a great piece that I read, I was doing the Dan Patrick show and all of a sudden it popped up and I start reading going like, man, can we get you on now? Like, no, we got to wait later. Um, okay. So obviously you cover the Philadelphia Eagles for the athletic and uh, Doug Peterson didn't want to be quoted. Uh, didn't want to have comment on, on the article itself, but, and, and you tell me if I'm wrong, you paint the picture of an owner who is, really involved in the everyday decision-making and he's created this analytics department that's led by a friend of his son who eventually will take over, we think for the owner. And there's kind of infighting and a power struggle between uh, the analytics department and the scouting department and the coaching staff. And then Howie Roseman is really close to the owner. And uh, that feels like the front office and the coaching staff struggled at least again, based upon your sources to be able to make their own decisions without the owner and Howie Roseman interjecting. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. I don't even know where to begin with this. Honestly, I, I, that's not, that, I didn't know what my first question was. I just want to, <laughs> yeah. for people who haven't read, read the article, I just want to paint a picture of what you painted. 
Yes. No, I, I think what you, you said was fair. And I guess the big picture view is that, yes, you know, this was a team that won the Super Bowl. And in three years, uh, they fired their head coach. They trade their quarterback. They have a four-win season. And who's left standing? And who's left standing is the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and the GM, Howie Roseman, who is now the GM under the, his fourth head coach, which is sort of unprecedented uh, in NFL history. So, yeah, I, I think you painted that fairly. You know, it's, it's interesting because obviously he was swept aside when Chip Kelly came in and some of his guys were traded off and whatever. And the Chip Kelly thing, they won 20 games the first two years and then the bottom, bottom fell out. And then Howie Roseman kind of regained and reassumed power. What about Peterson in terms of when he got the job? Because when you start at the beginning of the piece, it's, hey, the year they won the Super Bowl, there were some meetings with with Jeff Schwartz at this, at this, uh, Jim Schwartz, excuse me, at the start of the season with the owner and Peterson wasn't involved. And there are many people that thought he could replace Doug Peterson. Well, they just kept winning. What about Peterson when he got the job? Did he think he would have any more control than he did? Right. So Doug Peterson gets the job in 2016. He was not really a hot candidate. And the thought then was kind of the thought now, which is that, this is an, an owner in Jeffrey Lurie who wants to be, you know, pretty hands-on, and he's got the right to do that. He owns the team and a general manager in Howie Rosen who has a lot of control. You know, this isn't a situation like you see uh, with some teams around the league where the head coach has control of the 53-man roster and other key decisions. This is a, a situation where the general manager, Howie Roseman, is going to be making those decisions. So I think they wanted a head coach who was not going to be involved in personnel and who would ki- kind of fit with the philosophy they had for the organization. So that's 2016. They have an okay year. Uh, They're around five. I think they had seven wins that year. They weren't great. They had serious questions about Doug Peterson going into 2017. And so that was one of the anecdotes we uncovered was that, you know, prior to the first game of the season, Jeffrey Lurie has this long meeting with defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who has been a head coach in the NFL before. I mean, three, four, five hours, uh, somebody described it as to me. Now, you know, owners can have meetings with coaches whenever they want. However, there was a feeling in the building by multiple people we talked to at that time that the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, was vetting internal candidates to replace Doug Peterson should the Eagles get off to a slow start. Now, fast forward, what happens? The Eagles go on a tear. Carson Wentz gets injured. Nick Foles comes in. They win the Super Bowl that year. And so that changes, um, you know, really the entire narrative around Doug Peterson. But it's kind of a look back that, you know, that was not their expectations going into that season to the point where some in the building thought that they were getting ready to move on from Peterson. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're discussing Sheila Capadia, who writes for The Athletic. He wrote a piece. I, you know, if you subscribe, you don't subscribe to The Athletic. It's not very expensive. Unbelievable writing and insight into all your favorite sports teams. And he wrote a piece on the Eagles, who he covers, and kind of what happened to the downfall, the, the dysfunction within a franchise that won a Super Bowl. And then they say, hey, we're going to have more fun than the Patriots. All that fun left, left, left the, the coach fired and the quarterback being uh, being traded to the old offensive old offensive coordinator who's now a successful head coach with the Colts. Um who was most responsible for Carson Wentz's contract? For his contract, you, you yeah. got to look at the the owner and the GM. I mean, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. And to be fair, uh, it was not you know I at the time when I wrote about it, I wasn't saying this is a terrible move. I mean, a lot of times if you have a quarterback uh, who's on a rookie contract who you are confident in, it is smart to get that big contract out of the way early because you're confident in him. The price is only going to go up. And so when they made that move, you know, they thought maybe the floor for Carson Wentz is he's going to be like the, you know, the 12th best quarterback in the NFL. Well, you can live with that because they thought he had a high ceiling. They did not anticipate that the floor for Carson Wentz was going to be among the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, which was the case last year. But I do think it's fair for that to look at, the, the decision at the time it was made, you know, a team like the Dallas Cowboys, right? They waited on Dak Prescott and they waited and they waited. And all of a sudden uh, they're paying a lot more this off season than they would have last off season. So uh, I don't think that was sort of their biggest failure. You know, I, I think teams make mistakes and you got to make decisions, but if that's all it was, I don't think it would be a huge deal. I think their biggest failures are sort of uh, the relationships in the building, the lack of collaboration you alluded to 
where it's analytics having friction with the coaching staff, coaching staff having friction with the front office, and really uh, the only people who have full transparency of what's going on in all those departments and who have all that information is the GM, Howie Roseman, and the owner, Jeffrey Lurie. So, you know, there are decisions that are made, like the one to draft Jalen Hurts last year, that leaves people in the building uh, kind of scratching their heads going, wait a minute, I, you know, I did not think this was part of the plan. So I think that's the key with them going forward is can they build that sort of different type of culture where everyone feels like they're pulling in the same direction. Uh, the analytics department, is it one guy? Is it a whole department? It's, it's four people. It's four people, but the head of that uh, his name is Alec Hallaby. He's got a vice president title. He's been with the organization for 10 years. And, uh, you know, there's a feeling in the building by some that this guy has uh, Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman's ear. And so that he has kind of this oversized influence. So other people in the building, they see certain decisions that are made and they say, hey, uh, we know why that was made because the analytics staff uh, gave Lurie and Roseman that information. Now, again, I come back to if your GM is a CEO type GM and his job is to tie every department together, then he's got to manage that relationship. I mean, Doug, this is not a new dynamic, right, in, in professional sports, the analytics staff not getting along with the coaching staff or, or traditional scouts. I mean, this happens everywhere. However, if you have buy-in from your owner, which they do in Jeffrey Lurie, that analytics is going to be a significant part of what we're going to do. We're going to be at the forefront of this. Well, then you need to manage those relationships so that coaches, scouts, personnel people, they don't feel second-guessed they feel like, hey, the analytics are actually here to help us. We're all working together, and that has not been the case. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, Buffalo has a tremendous analytics department, and those guys seem to be getting along and doing it well. I think the question is, is it because, like you said, it's not what they've done, it's how they've handled what they've done, right? Did you hire a guy who's really qualified and happens to be the buddy of the owner's son, or is he just really, really qualified, you know, and, but, or is he just, just a buddy and that's why he got the job. And I, th I think that breeds the, breeds the mistrust. Um, what about the draft the past couple of years? You point out the Jalen Rager pick. I mean, perfect example, Justin Jefferson goes right behind him. Was, was that Howie? Was that Lori? How do you, how do you, when you need a wide receiver, you take a wide receiver and you take the wrong one, whose fault was it? Yeah, that was a situation where the scouts and the personnel staff, to my understanding, wanted Justin Jefferson. They felt like this guy is the superior player. Look at how we've stacked the board. Uh, he is absolutely ahead of Jalen Rager on the board. Now, this goes back to what I just said. Howie Roseman is the only one who has input from every department. So he comes back and says, well, you know, some of the coaches think that Jefferson is more of a slot receiver than an outside receiver. We need an outside receiver with some speed. And so he's putting the entire puzzle together. Now, you know, I would say that the GM needs to get those two sides in a room, talk it out, you know, scouts, hey, can, can Justin Jefferson play on the outside for us? They say yes, here's why. And then maybe that would lead to a better process. But uh, I think it is, you know, the lack of transparency. And again, they, they, the Rager pick was basically uh, they felt like the coaching staff thought Rager would be a better fit on the outside. And they thought Jefferson was more of a slot receiver. And Howie Roseman, you know, takes that input and he makes the decision to draft Jalen Rager. Okay, so what now? What, what is the state of them? You, you painted a, a great picture for the dysfunction when Peterson's there. They bring in a Nick Sirianni who... It, it feels like a yes man, right? It feels like you can barely see Howie's lips moving when Nick Sirianni speaks. Is that, is that a real way of looking at it, or is that unfair in considering he'll be given a chance to actually coach? Well, that's the, there's no doubt that that's the feeling by you know, some people in the building, that yes, they found another guy who they can kind of say, all right, here's how we're going to do things. We're going to influence you this way. We're going to help you pick your coaching staff. We're going to dictate, you know, hey, we want to be a, a pass-first offense, all these things. Now, having said that, that was the case with Doug Peterson in 2016. It was a very similar situation, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl and getting to the playoffs three times. So I don't want to paint it like, hey, that was a complete disaster and that a complete failure, and this is doomed as well. You know, Nick Siri Sirianni proves that he's a very good head coach. He will be given that opportunity. But at the same time, you know, another guy they were looking at was Josh McDaniels. And that would have been a very different hire because they had people I talked to said, all right, that was not, this setup was not going to fly 
with a guy like Josh McDaniels. You know, he was not just going to say, okay, you know, pick whoever you want. Yeah, sure, I'll have these meetings with you guys. I'll explain my every move. And so this is a very different hire. This is more in the uh, Doug Peterson mold. So Sirianni will be given the opportunity. He deserves the opportunity, uh, you know, in the situation that he's in. But certainly it's fair to characterize the feeling by some in the building that they're just kind of finding another guy who they feel like they can influence and who they feel like will fit with what they want to do. Um, Jalen Hurts, I, I know there's like an infatuation with him because he was a part of a couple winning teams in college and he came in and they beat the Saints, but the production got worse every time he was out there and there are some limitations to him and he wasn't viewed as a second-round guy. Um, how I mean, he's going to be the guy, I guess, but again, how he said that before when he re-signed Sam Bradford and they went and drafted Wentz, what is your sense of their, their, their buy-in to Jalen Hurts short and long-term? Yeah, you know, I, I think them trading back from number six to number 12 probably tells you that they didn't feel like they were positioned to draft one of the quarterbacks, whether that mean, meant that they thought all those quarterbacks would be gone this year or whether they didn't scout them and think they were top-level prospects. That I don't know. But obviously they did not think they were going to be drafting a quarterback there. So they trade back. I do think, barring something unforeseen, that Jalen Hurts will be the starter this season, and they'll just kind of buy a year. You know, they'll see, all right, if he plays well and is really good and surprises us, that's a great outcome. But by no means are they tied to him long term. You know, they've picked up an additional first-round pick by moving from 6 to 12, and they also could get another, thir- uh, another first-round pick in the Carson Wentz trade if he plays like 70% of his snaps. So they could be going into 2022 with three first-round picks, and that puts you in position to either – move up to draft a quarterback, or if one of these veterans, like we saw with Matthew Stafford, if one of those guys becomes available and they will have the draft capital to make that move. So I think they wanted different options really going into next season, and that's why they made that move. So I think Hurts, you know, I think he'll get a shot this year. I don't think anything is promised uh, to him beyond that. Sure, great stuff, man. Really like the piece. Love your insight and appreciate having you on. Look forward to talking more in the future. All right, appreciate it. Take care. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, we like to get you caught up on a previous show, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Radio, we call it. And now, <laughs> Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted 99% of the places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. This is Brandon Marshall, former star wide receiver in the NFL, talking about Aaron Rodgers' frustration with the Packers. You are Aaron Rodgers. You're one of the best to ever do it in the National Football League. And then you go out and you have an MVP year. To me, this is Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm leaning into my leverage. You go out and do that. You heard him last week talk about it. He spoke three times on a national network talking about, you know, oh, there were some people thought my career was going to end. You know, the timing of my career uh, uh, didn't mm-hmm. match up, whatever. I won MVP. He said a few other things. Aaron Rodgers having yep. fun with it. Aaron Rodgers has all the leverage because they know without him they have nothing. You go out, like I said, you draft Jordan Love, and then you follow that up with the MVP year. Aaron Rodgers wants the bag. That's what he wants. He's going out, and he's getting everything he, everything he deserves. You got Tom Brady playing into his mid-40s. Why not Aaron Rodgers? Does he show any signs of slowing down Wilds? I don't think so. So Aaron no. Rodgers doesn't right. want a one, two-year deal. Aaron Rodgers won a four- or five-year deal with X amount of guarantee. He's not playing around with the Green Bay Packers. You played around with him last year, and you drafted Jordan Love. He ain't playing. He didn't play around with him. The lack of reality to this is alarming. Like, I know Brandon played in the league, and he's like, you're not going to give a 38-year-old dude a four-year contract extension. By the way, just so we're aware, Aaron Rodgers is still under contract for two more years after this year. Can they get out? Can the Packers get out at the end of this year? Yes. If they don't get out, he's under contract. It'll be a $39 million cap hit. And the dead cap money will be $17 million. He'll get $25 million, uh, $11.5 million in a signing bonus. He's still under contract. $25 million a year for the next two years. After this year. After this year. It was a front-loaded contract. This is the, like the most mind-boggling uh bull crap that we do as the media is we buy into these players that were like, Oh man, he's so underpaid. Right? Like, okay, but that's not what happened. Now, Aaron Rodgers first, the contract, his first year, he made $67 million in 2018. And if we look back to 2020 and I'm a defender of Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen play in terms of all the different skills it takes to play the position. I'm, but if you don't like what the Packers have done, they put him in the NFC Championship game and improved from last year to this year. And they still haven't gotten it done. Do, do I love the coaching decisions? No, but he didn't play a perfect game. Do I think they'll be back there next year? I do. But when a guy is 37 years old as he was last year, and he was, excuse me, 36 years old, and he's coming off a year in which he was okay and he wasn't totally bought in, like you got to find a guy for the future. And they did. Now, Maybe they trade Jordan Love. Maybe they don't. Maybe they hold on to him for one more year. We haven't even seen him play in a preseason game. And there's only, what, two of those or three of those? He's only going to play in one or two? Like, Jordan Love's their insurance policy for a guy who's going to age at some point. So we're comparing him to Tom Brady. Like, well, Tom Brady, one, was never, wasn't paid at the top of the scale the way Aaron Rodgers was when he was in New England. Two, Tom Brady, while he wasn't performing at the level that Aaron Rodgers performed last year, he also wasn't getting paid what Aaron Rodgers has been getting paid. And 
And it's reasonable to think if the Packers want to rework his deal at the end of this coming year, they can. You know why? He's under contract for two more years. There is no leverage if you're Aaron Rodgers. That's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Uh, Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Are the Jets prepared to go all in on Zach Wilson? You will find out next on the Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 